Welcome to the history of the band Six Shooter, as remembered by Dave Jackson. Welcome to the history of Six Shooter. I am Dave Jackson, and this podcast is best listened to in chronological order. So if you're just joining us, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is set up to use the seasons and the episode numbers, or subscribe in any app and just sort it oldest to newest. You can do that out at our website, historyofsixshooter.com. Today, we're looking at December 12th. Jesse, the drummer, gets a new job. At the end of a not-so-productive-because-of-buku-rock-and-roll tunes due to some spectators' practice, Jesse announces that he has a new job at Western Auto. This is good, as his second child is going to be born in just a few months, and he's going to be making more money. Unfortunately, he will also be working nights. He addressed this very lightly, but the band seemed to become very anxious about this latest turn of events. How can you play out at night and work at the auto store? The other thing bothering some of the band was Jesse's attitude about the songs. It appears that he hates playing anything that is slower than a heart attack. Dave and Kevin elect John to find out the scoop and make sure Jesse is in for the long haul. Some announcements were made. Kevin announces that he has decided to take a break from his current girlfriend, Kim. And Jesse announces that Kickin' Country is booking for July. We need to work on a demo tape as soon as possible. December 15th, Kevin books a paying gig. Kevin gets our first paying job by singing Anymore, the song by Travis Tritt, completely by himself in a bar to a bar owner. It's the Louisville VFW. It's in a week. This will be December 22nd. And currently, we are not ready, but we decided to do it anyway. I mean, after all, it's only the Louisville VFW. We should get paid around $200 to $250 The band must squeeze in a Saturday practice, and we also decide to throw in a few Christmas tunes to fill in the time. After talking with Jesse, John concludes that Jesse's fine and everything will work out fine. This practice marks the first successful attempt of John singing backup on the song Goodbye Says It All. The band actually produces three-part harmonies for the first time successfully. December 19th, the blizzard. In Ohio, parts of the state receive 14 inches of snow. It snows and rains ice all day. This also happens to be the only day all band members could get together to practice before the VFW gig. Bummer. Practice is canceled due to the weather. John, Dave, and Kevin will try to hook up later in the month. Many of the roadways are averaging around 15 to 20 miles an hour. It's very bad. By the mid-evening, it is illegal to drive in Medina unless it's an emergency. December 22nd, the Louisville VFW gig. Well, John, Kevin, and Dave tried to practice the day before the gig, but it wasn't very productive. The band is kind of pushed for time to be ready to play by 8 o'clock. 
Bernie, the owner, let us know we can start at 830. It's still snowing, but the roads are clear. The band is greeted by a Christmas decoration on the door that plays and sings, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. It's cute. Also on the door, it's a sign that reads December 22nd, 8 to 12, six shooters with an S. Our first gig, and already the band's name has been hacked. <laughs> The band sets up in record time. The bar is small, but not to the point of being uncomfortable. Many trips are made to unload two pickup trucks and a car full of equipment. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. The patrons get nervous as the group drags in two eight-foot stacks of speakers. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Each time they hear the door decoration sing, we wish you a Merry Christmas, and well, it's getting just a little annoying. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. The group is warned to keep the volume low. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. After setting things up, the band opens the set with an official sound check. Dave starts the set with the star-spangled banner that leads into God Bless Texas. Due to the size and layout of the bar, it takes the majority of the first set to get the sound right. The set included Dave going into the audience to play an extended solo. This seemed to thrill the crowd as they probably have never seen a wireless system before. The set ended with some not-very-planned improvisation on Born to Boogie, where Dave explained how all of us were born. Kevin began singing... Jesse was pounding in his mother to get out. John's fingers were going, and Dave was born with a guitar in his hand. A very painful labor. This is the band's first use of dynamics in a song. It turns out to be pretty good. The band followed Kevin back into the last verse and ended the song. The band starts the second set with Christmas carols, an idea that was put in place the night before. Dave and Kevin do this unplugged with two acoustic guitars. In between five Christmas songs, Dave and Kevin ask trivia questions such as, what is the name of the horse in the song Jingle Bells? It's Bobtail, in case you care. Uh, The person with the correct answer got to reach in a bag of gifts that the band brought. The gifts include a 10-pack of pens, an ice scraper, (laughs) a box of crunch and munch, and a box of candy canes. (laughs) Okay, sure. (laughs) Oh, you can't tell this wasn't last minute. All right. While the Christmas song idea sounded great. (laughs) Ooh, I got crunch and munch. While the Christmas song idea sounded great, it took an immediate nosedive. (laughs) Okay. You haven't tell I haven't read this yet. I'm reading this with you. All right, let's see if we can get through this, shall we? Uh, <laughs> while the Christmas song idea sounded great, it took an immediate nosedive when Dave opened the set with an instrumental version of What Child Is This? It seemed Jingle Bells was the only song that the group was familiar with. Even Kevin and Dave imitating characters from the holiday classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer dropped like a lead balloon. Hmm, well, it needs work. I have to go. 
the band had their first guest appearance by Opal, the drunken wench. She insisted that we sing Blue Christmas again. We had just finished singing it. We let her take on the lead vocals. Opal heard her own music as she basically ignored Kevin and Dave strumming and Kevin passed her a lyric sheet. But apparently, Opal can't read. (laughs) All right. Uh, We cut her off after the first verse. Next! The duo decided to cut Silent Night from the set and move on to Brighter Pastures. In the process of moving the microphones around to do the unplugged set, the band had slightly damaged the sound they perfected during the first set. It was about this time a drunk shouted out, Quit stalling! Now that's the Christmas spirit. The second set had the band slowing things down as they went into any more, what might have been, and if tomorrow never comes. We did find out the vocals were a little muddy and Dave's guitar needed to be louder. Jesse had not been feeling well before when we started, and at this point, he started to cough and not look too well. The band takes a quick 10-minute break and gets ready for the third set. The third set had Jesse ready to pass out it really any minute. By this time, many of the people we thought were into us had left, and that just left losers trying to pump enough booze into women to get some Christmas nookie. The third set had Jim Reese, a buddy from work, and part of the reason we got the gig, and his ex-girlfriend's Aunt Faye high-stepping on the dance floor. It also had John drawing blanks in the middle of Goodbye Says It All. This was added to the night's previous mistakes, like Dave cutting Mercury Blues in half by going to the ending two solos too soon, and Kevin flubbing a lyric here and there, as well as Jesse providing some interesting drum parts to Lifestyles of the Not-So-Rich and Famous. Luckily, all flubs are covered pretty smoothly. Technical difficulties left Dave singing back up alone on Bubba Hyde, and that was pretty noticeable. Kevin goes mobile as he takes the mic on the dance floor and he sings, So Help Me Girl. The band does the mosh version of Sticks and Stones. The band closes the night by repeating Watermelon Crawl and Fast As You. The last song had all members on the dance floor along with the crowd. Another extended solo from Dave helps the band fill the time to 12 o'clock. The band loads up the equipment. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And takes it back to Kevin's basement. It was all done at 1 o'clock. We made 200 bucks and we got $50 each. We decided to let Jesse keep his $50 instead of putting it towards the drum set since, well, it is Christmas. All in all, a much better gig than expected. The band learns that we need to get rid of all the songs that weren't quite ready. Something like Nothing Wrong With The Radio. By, I don't know, learning them. This would eliminate last second set changes. It was much better than the biker benefit, but then again, what wouldn't be? But now we have a good idea of what needs fine tuning. In the next episode, ho ho ho, Yoko's coming. Subscribe over at historyofsixshooter.com.